I want to welcome you to Precepts from the Word today. I'm Conrad DeFriesen. Romans 10:17. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. The title of my Bible teaching today is How to Be Led by the Spirit. And this is part three of a three-part series. I believe... If you will take these Bible teachings on how to be led by the Spirit, uh, go over and over them, um, read the Scriptures again and again, take notes, write them down, meditate upon these things over and over. If you will do these things, um, I believe the Holy Spirit will begin to show you greater and greater how to hear the voice of God. Um, how to be led by the Spirit. It is really God's will for you to know what to do in every area of life. The Holy Spirit's right there with you to guide you and to lead you and to help you in everything in life. Today, I'm going to go over several scriptural points that I believe as you take them and meditate upon them, spend time in the Word of God, that these points and scriptures um, will help you to hear the voice of God better. Um, it will open your heart and your spirit um, to receiving and being led by the Spirit. Um, the first one is um, renewing your mind um, to the Word of God. Um, Romans 12, verse 2, um, And be not conformed to this world, um, but be transformed um, by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Let's take a look at this verse for just a moment. It says, And be not conformed to this world. The word conformed there means to be molded under pressure. God does not want you to make decisions because of the pressure that's, that's coming to you from the world. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. The way that a believer, a Christian, is not conformed to the world, it is not in their dress, it is not in the way they uh, do things that people are just looking at them, the way they fix their hair, the shoes they wear, the way that you are not conformed to this world is in the way that you think. It's not based upon whether people are wearing rings or makeup or exactly how they're dressing. The way you're not conformed is by the way you think. He says, but be transformed. That word transformed is just the same as as a caterpillar being changed into a butterfly. It's being changed from one life form into another. He says, if you'll be transformed by the renewing of your mind to the Word of God, then you'll be able to prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. This sounds like this is a great key to being led by the Spirit, to knowing the will of God. The more you have your mind renewed and you are thinking about what the Word of God says, um, the easier it will be for the Holy Spirit to reveal to you and speak to you through your born-again spirit what is His will and His plan in your life. Um, 
Number two, or the next thing I want to look at today is um, be a doer of the word. You know, a lot of Christians are very sincere and they love God. Um, They depend on their going to church, their reading their Bible, singing in the choir, doing certain things for God to to be able to please God um, with these things. And these things are things that we should be doing. But we must be a doer of the word and not just hearers only and in just a few things. Let's look in the book of James chapter 1 verse 21. Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. Verse 22, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. I want to encourage you today to be a doer of the word. In the Amplified Bible, in Philippians 4, verse 6, it says, Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. But in every circumstance and in everything, by prayer, with thanksgiving, make your request known to God. In other words, we've got to be doers of the word. In the book of Matthew chapter 7, beginning with verse 24, he talks about be ye, if you be a, a, a hearer and not a doer, that you're likened unto a person that builds their house upon the sand. But if you are a hearer of the word and a doer of the word, then you build your house upon the rock. Many times people think just because they're busy for God and they are sincere about living for God that somehow God will just answer prayer that way. Prayer is very and mightily important. But prayer can never take the place of being a doer of the Word of God. Praying and begging and asking God to do things will not take the place of obedience in doing what God has told a person to do. The third thing I want to look at today is meditating on the Word of God. Psalms chapter 1 and verse 2, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, And in his law doth he meditate day and night. Um, Verse 3, catch these words now. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Notice how powerful those two verses are. If you will meditate in the Word of God, if you'll spend time thinking about the Word of God and meditating on the Word of God, you will become like a tree planted by rivers of living water. Your leaf will not wither. Whatever you do will prosper. You'll be successful. You'll be going in the right direction. The word meditate, it means to think or to ponder on, but it also means to mutter in a low tone of voice. In other words, what we might call self-talk, just meditating and muttering the Word of God. 
the more you meditate and and mutter and think about the word of God, the more the word of God gets down on the inside of you. It has to not only be in your mind, but it has to be in your heart. It needs to become a part of you so that when circumstances and situations arise, the first thing you think about is what does the word of God say? You put the word of God first. It is the first thing in your life. In the book of Joshua, chapter 1, in verse 8, it says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. I want to look a little closer at this verse with you. This book of the law, talking about the word of God, shall not depart out of thy mouth. When, when problems and circumstances arise that are negative concerning your life, you don't get over talking about what the devil's doing and get negative and in doubt and in fear. But let the, let the word of God not depart out of your mouth. Get in the word of God. Meditate upon it. Say what God says about that situation. Say, I'm more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Say, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Say, he will lead me and guide me into all truth. He will show me things to come. Begin to think about and quote and speak the word of God. This will cause your mind and heart to be more able to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit um, that is one spirit with your spirit. Um, We've learned in previous Bible lessons on this subject um, that when you're born again, your spirit is joined to the Holy Spirit. Um, We have learned that you are the temple um, of the Holy Spirit and that he dwells in you. Once you're born again, God is not way far off somewhere. He is with you, and he is in you as the Holy Spirit. So as you meditate on the word of God, as it does not depart out of your mouth, he said, thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou, talking about you, that you may observe to do according to all that's written therein meditating in the Word of God, thinking about it more, going over it and over it, in some way, it, it God tells us, it will strengthen you and enable you to observe to do according to all that's written. The more you meditate in the Word, the more strength from God you will receive that will enable you to be a doer of the Word of God. He said, then thou, in other words, you shall make your way prosperous and you shall have good success. The decision is really your choice. It's not, is it God's will or is it not God's will? When you find a promise written in the word of God, it is God's will for you. It's not, maybe it is and maybe it isn't. It is God's will for you, but it's being a doer of the word. It's taking some of these principles 
of God's Word that I'm sharing with you today and putting them into action, putting them into practice. Now, I'm not going over everything that would be impossible today that is important and that will help you to hear the voice of God, but these are some of the major things that will help you to hear God's voice. Number four is to walk in love. 1 John chapter 2 and verse 10, He that loveth his brother abideth in the light, and there is none occasion of stumbling in him. And of course, that means not only love your brother, but your sister. He that loveth his brother. Here he's talking about the God kind of love. The kind of love that is not rude. The kind of love that's not touchy. The kind of love that doesn't rejoice in evil, but rejoices when things are done the right way. The kind of love that loves unconditionally. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light. God is light, and in him is no darkness. When you're walking in the love of God towards your brother and your sister, he says, there is none occasion of stumbling in him. The light of God will shine before your path. He will show you the way to go. God wants you to know his will. It's not his plan to keep his will a secret from you. He's not, God is not holding back on you or trying to punish you for something. God gave his only begotten son on the cross so that you could have life and have it more abundantly. God is doing everything that he can do to get abundance, prosperity, health, strength, wisdom, guidance, blessings to you in every way that he can. Now, number five, quench not the Holy Spirit. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 19, it says, quench not the Spirit. When the Holy Spirit is wanting you to do something, wanting you to obey him, don't quench him. Don't hold back on him, but yield to the Holy Spirit. Point number six is grieve not the Holy Spirit. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 30. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Even though the Holy Spirit is with you and he's in you, he's there to guide you and to teach you in all things. However, if you are doing things that you know you shouldn't do, if you're doing things that are contrary to the word of God and you know you're doing it, these things will grieve the Holy Spirit. Even though he's with you, he will be grieved and you'll not be able to hear his voice. Search your life. Look for anything that, that you need to change. Things that you know you're not obedient in. Spend some quality time and do what is necessary so that you can become obedient in those areas and hear the voice of God. Point number seven is give praise unto God. Hebrews 13 and verse 15, By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. 
praise has always, throughout Bible history and right up until today, praise has always been a major way of getting answers from God. Paul and Silas were in prison at midnight, but they were singing songs and praising God. And as they did, God sent an earthquake and opened the prison doors. You will see many times throughout Scripture, praise and thanksgiving is what opens the door for the Holy Spirit to to move in your life. Point number eight uh, is pray in the Holy Spirit or pray in the Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 14 For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. When you pray in the spirit, your spirit is doing the praying, and it's being energized by the Holy Spirit. Your spirit and the Holy Spirit have been joined as one spirit. When you pray in an unknown tongue, When you pray in the Holy Ghost, in the Holy Spirit, your born-again spirit is praying, but your natural mind, your soulish area, is unfruitful. The soul, the mind, does not understand it, but God understands it, and it's flowing out of your born-again spirit. That that is a very important way to build yourself up, um, to build up your faith, um, to strengthen your inner being. Um, it will enable you to be able to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit much clearer by doing that. Um, point number nine, and our last point today, is be filled with the Spirit. Um, Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 18, And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, verse 19, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. In verse 18 there, where it says, Be filled with the Spirit, the word be in the Greek, means to be being filled. In other words, it's a continual process. Because as you live in the world and the things of the world are around you, it pulls strength out of you. It pulls spiritual strength out of you. But God has given us his ways that we can be filled in a continuing way so that we continue to be in close contact with the Holy Spirit. I want to look at verse 19 again there. Notice what it says that you are to do. Speaking to yourselves. You're talking to yourself in psalms, in hymns, in spiritual songs. You're singing to yourself and making melody in your heart to the Lord. God gives all of these ways and many others um, to help you renew your mind to the Word of God. Um, It will help you to be more sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit uh, because it is your born-again spirit that hears from the Holy Spirit. Uh, Then your born-again spirit um, 
reveals and gives that information to your mind, to your soulish area. And I pray today that you'll meditate on these things, um, that you'll go over them and over them. Um, they will become so real um, in such a part of your life that you will be able to hear the voice of God and the leading of the Spirit as never before. Heavenly Father, I pray for everyone listening to this message today. I pray for them that the Holy Spirit will quicken and make alive the Word of God in their hearts, that they will produce 30, 60, and 100-fold. And to God be all of the praise in Jesus' name. Amen.